Welcome back. I'm Jared. This is episode 64, Podcasting Coaching Session with Aaron Bosky. Welcome to Up Your Average, a podcast where together we will navigate the ups and downs of life and business. I'm your host, Jared Van Dyke. Today, you get to listen in on a podcasting coaching session, and I've been getting more and more people asking me about starting a podcast and different questions revolving around it, so I thought, what better way than to have them come on the show and be able to ask their questions in order to help you? If you'd like to apply to come on the show and get your podcasting questions answered, go to upyouraveragepodcast.com forward slash podcast coaching. Hi, everyone. I am excited to welcome to the podcast Aaron Bosky, who's not only a good friend of mine, but also has spent many years in insurance, real estate, as well as some other business ventures. And he has started a video podcast called iHero. You can find it on his YouTube channel, which I'll put into the show notes. But he wants to turn it into an audio podcast, and he's coming on the show today to ask some questions, and I'm going to help guide him through the process as much as I can and help him get this launched and going. Aaron, welcome to the podcast. Happy to have you, man. Thanks, Jared. I really appreciate it. So you've already got some of the tough stuff out of the way. You've got some of the audio equipment. You've got video cameras. You're recording this. Are, are, are you using actual cameras? Or are you doing it with your iPhone or what kind of devices are you using right now to record? Yeah, we right now we're just using a very simple, uh, you know, digital uh, cam camcorder that I just bought on Amazon. Um, didn't spend, I think, I think it was seventy nine dollars, and um, it works okay. I I had my uh, editor that, that is currently a student at Ohio State. I had uh, her; it's my niece. I had her look at it, the camera, and she said, "Yeah, I'll go here, and that's fine. That'll work. That'll work great." And um, you know, for our purposes, that's all we need at this point. I try to, I'm trying a new mantra in my life. Keep it simple. <laughs> so, that, that's a good mantra because I feel like a lot of people stop themselves from getting started because yeah. they are making things too complicated. Yes. They're putting too much into it. The key is yeah, just to get rolling. You can make adjustments as you go. Totally agree. I think the, the danger for a, a lot of us, especially that would even venture into this realm is, is that um, a lot of times very, very intelligent people like yourself. And, and the danger with being smart is, is that you think too much. And a lot Amen. of this is just more about, you know, momentum and starting and, and getting things started. And then a lot of times, even in the different you know, businesses uh, that I've been involved in, if you just kind of start talking to people and telling them, you'd be amazed at how much people will pick up on, especially new things. And they'll start sharing it with people. And the next thing you know, people are, they're doing your, your advertising for free. <laughs> so. Yes. Yes. Very true. So tell me a little bit about this iHero. What's the, what's the podcast about? So the podcast is about local heroes that really, um, they're not tooting their own horns. They're not letting people kind of know what they've done. Um, sometimes they might've, you know, been in, you know, a conflict, you know, for our country or maybe even for another country. And, um, especially, especially the military guys, um, they tend to be extremely humble and a lot of times they won't really talk. I always remember a friend of mine was in the military. He always said, 
the guys that are always talking and telling you about all their exploits were never really there. The guys that never say wow. anything. And you, you, at least I find that that's very true. But the bad part, it's great that they're humble, but the bad part of it is a lot of these guys are getting older and their stories are going to be unheard. And what I love about, you know, like the reason the iHero show started was we wanted to give them a forum to be able to tell their story. And maybe it's just for their family and maybe some friends, but maybe, you know, also the greater community, whether that be the local community or even, you know, a, a broader base, they need to hear these stories because some of these stories are extremely powerful. Um, and some of these guys have done amazing things that they just don't, they don't want to appear like they think they're something. Um, so that's, yeah. again, why the name of the show being I Hero is, is that we're just trying to find these people because they're, they're out there and in every yeah. community and we just want to give them a, you know, a mic to be able to tell their story. So that's amazing. And it makes me think back to my uncles and my grandpa and some of the things they said, they, they didn't talk about it much. A lot of them were in the mm -hmm. military and to know some of their stories would be amazing to even, even to be able to, to go back and listen to some of them again, or to have access to them. And this is a way you can actually kind of do this give them some recognition, share the experience with the world, as well as mm -hmm. give their family a resource they can come back to and share with grandkids, great grandkids. Right. So that's fantastic. I really, I really like that idea. Now, what kind of struggles or what kind of questions do you have when it comes to shifting and being able to do this in the non-video world so getting on podcast players, things like that, which let me answer some questions for you in reference to that. Yeah, I think I think the basics that always comes to my mind is, is the setup. So if you're brave enough to, you know, to do a, a live presentation, whether it be a podcast, you know, you know audio or, you know, uh, something that's video and audio, whatever, but you might be a little bit like me in that you've done and played around with this in the past. Okay. So you know, I've done some uh, live Facebook and, you know, things like that, had a few people listen to it. And so, I think the, the first part, if you can get past the, you know, worrying too much about yourself, um, that's the hardest thing I think for, at least for me is, is the, you know, get to that point. Well, then the next thing is I want to make sure that I have something to say. The gentleman that it was probably one of my bigger influences for, um, you know, he was on the radio and actually was a pretty big uh, radio host back uh, in the day, but I talked to him a little bit and he, he said, one of the biggest problems with people is, is that they turn the mic on and they have nothing to say. doesn't mean that they're not talking. <laughs> it means it's very hollow. And so I always worry about, you know, relevant content, making sure that we're keeping, you know, keeping the ball rolling. But for me, I've had to do things where I've had to speak in front of people. And I've noticed that if I write it out, that's bad for me because then I'm concentrating on all the things I wrote now. I want to, I want to make sure and get it right, you know, and what I've had to try to do is, and again, this is where I guess the question is, is how do you write things that are, that are very short and succinct, but are just kind of reminders, oh, okay, yeah, I wanted to talk about this, you know, to make sure that the show is, and the shows that I've listened to of yours, they're, they're, they're very well thought out, they're very succinct, and, you know, the good, positive, great information but it doesn't drone on and on. You know, that's one of the things that I really worry about for myself and these things. Thank you for, for the 
compliment on my show. I appreciate that. And, and yes, so when you're looking at keeping things moving, keeping them succinct, like you're talking about, one of the things that I do is I don't try to overthink it too much. And when I create for my show, I just make some bullet points. Okay. And that helps me keep the flow going. And I, the big thing is, is the more you write, the more you're trying to read, the more difficult it becomes and the easier it is to kind of get lost into some of that stuff. For me, everybody's a little different. So you'll have to fine tune this and figure out for you. But I find that just doing those bullet points, I've talked to a lot of people that do podcasts and the bullet point style really helps things flow. And the longer you want to make the show, the more you want to share, the more things you have to say, the more bullet points you're going to put in there. Okay. And that will help keep you from reading because it's, it can come through really strong when you're reading something rather than just speaking and talking and, and having a conversation like we're doing. Okay. When you're going through that, you see the bullet point real quick and it's easy to keep track. You can just kind of move down the line if you want. Okay. One of the things with what you're doing, you know, you can, you can have some general questions, but when you're actually having a conversation with somebody, something that's going to help you really dig in and get good information that people are going to want to hear is following your heart, following that three-year-old child that's still inside of you. Follow mm -hmm. the curiosity. Ask the questions that come up as a result of the conversation. Okay. Don't feel like you have to stick to that list. Because I think some of the times when people feel like they have to stick to this specific script when they're doing interviews, that's where a lot of times it gets lost. Oh, no, no. Well, well I got to do this. I got to answer this. Okay. And that's when it kind of drones on. Whereas if you follow that curiosity and you dig into that, sometimes that can help. Did that help answer the question a little bit? Yeah, it de definitely does. And I think, I guess the other part of the question has to do with when you're thinking about these things, obviously the idea is to we want to increase audience, increase the viewership or listenership. And um, at least I have always been told that part of the danger for all of us in business or podcasting, whatever we're doing, is we want to create a wide net. So and the idea is we well, want to get everybody. The truth of the matter is, is that that's really not what I think we want. I think actually you want a very specific type of, um, you know, individual. And I think the danger for a lot of us is, is we want to be relevant to everybody. We're just never, we never will be even some of the most successful podcasters. They, they tend to have a very um, defined idea of who they want to talk to. Yes. So is that important to you when you're like putting things together? Do you yes. constantly think about that? And how do you let that kind of guide the conversation and even the bullet points? Fantastic question. So totally agree. So many people want to speak to everyone. I've heard this for years. The riches are in the niches. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you want to build a business that is actually going to be profitable, you need to focus down. You need to get down into the niches. If you speak a message to everyone, you're actually speaking to no one. Okay. You need to find that person that you really want to target. Now you're dealing with now, are all the heroes vets or is there, is there more to it than that? Let me ask that question before I get too deep. Yeah, that tends to be one of the places where, you know, there's probably a pretty good amount of them, but um, they're everywhere. I mean, you know, there's sometimes it's a, it's, it's a mom that's dealt with, you know, very difficult, maybe health situation with their kids, or, you know, maybe it's a, a business owner that's dealt with really difficult economic times. I guess part of the thing is just thinking from the idea of a story that needs to be told, you know, somebody sometimes 
yeah. especially as we get older and you know some of the cultures have gotten us down a lot better than we have in America but we tend to push people aside that aren't necessarily doing what we call productive okay well they're not they don't have a job or they don't you know whatever you know maybe they're a little bit older person but I find that the the riches that they have a lot of times are just in the, the experiences that they've had, but more in the example that they, they have in when you see the difficulties that we're in right now, which is a lot of it's just transition. We're transitioning from a, from an old economy to a new economy. And there's a lot of people that are taking advantage of that. Unfortunately, the mainstream media to always point to the negative. Look at the people that are hurt, look at the people that are left behind. Mm-hmm. But on the other side of that, you know, there's a lot of opportunities and there's a lot of people that are helping people in that transition. And to me, it's exciting when you think and think about, you know, people that have moved beyond themselves and less worry about themselves and more, you know, how can I help somebody else? And those people, they tend to not talk a lot about themselves. They tend to not like tell everybody, hey, you know what I did the other day? Yeah. And so those are the people that I kind of really wanted to highlight and, and point to uh, because it, I don't think, I think part of the danger, we have to live in a very skeptical uh, society today and everything's being, you know, revamped and torn down and, you know, well, it'll be, it'll be better once we, you know, burn this all to the ground and then we, you know, build it back up. But in the, in the midst of that, there's, um, there's people that are seeing, ways that they can be helpful in the transition. And those people, a lot of times, I think are setting good examples for us, no matter where we're at, because for people like me, my wife is much more that way. She's much more of always looking for the person that she can help and things like that. And I'm always thinking about what can I do? You know, in other words, how can I get involved in business or how can I do this or that? Where she's looking at who can I help? And Okay. talking about those people and pointing to those people because I think we have to be both. I, I, you and I were in a BNI a few weeks ago and the discussion was, as I recall, it was something along the lines of, you know, how do we help each other? How do we um, be a servant to each other? That kind of some, something along those lines. And I brought up, you know, just something I've been kind of thinking about a lot, which is why, why can't those kind of people you know, especially in business, people that, you know, help each other and are servants. Why can't that be a form of love? Because I think the danger for a lot of this stuff is it's always got to be monetized. Oh, you know, if you get this many viewers, this many listeners, that's one element. You know, maybe we could say it's a one way of measuring success. But I, I don't know that you can really successful people. I, I think they're actually more successful in a different way that's not always real measurable, which is the lives that they've changed and the people that they've transformed and the minds that have been opened, you know, and and, and that kind of respect, yep. you know, to me. And again, I think that's like your pod, podcast. I think the the cool thing about it is, is you you seem to be approaching it from that perspective, which is how can I help? And that to me is much, yeah. not that I don't want you to make a lot of money. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But the point being is, is that what's, what's the well you're drawing from? What, what's the actual core? If the core is just about money, people smell that out. Yeah, It's like sooner or later, you're going to get people that kind of like, eh, you know what, this, is, this just has this very, you know, kind of different feel, not really what I'm looking for. But if your core is to really, I want to help people. And even if it costs me money, I want to help people. Um, I have a lot of respect for that. And I, I think to me, those kind of people are the kind of people that I want to, um, you know, point to. Yeah. 
No, that's fantastic. Now you covered a lot of things in here. So I'll try to help you in this world and, and help kind of bring this together. When you are having these conversations with the vets, with these heroes, narrowing it down into who you're speaking to. And so when you are targeting, okay, when you're looking for these people, if you want to help bring that down and, and tie this niche together, you could focus on people that just want to know about the military, know about, you know, the people that have served and get to know, because there's a big gap between some people that have served in the military, a lot of people that just, you know, mm. don't, don't respect them, don't realize what they actually sacrificed. And in some cases feel like they're, they're the evil person out there because they served in the military. And I think as you, as you focus on this and you're dealing with bringing out the good out of these people, okay, and making it known, if you have in mind that person that you want to speak to, maybe it's your son, mm -hmm. maybe it's, you know, future grandkids. But when you are talking and you are asking these questions and finding out these people's stories, that is absolutely necessary to niche down in that mm -hmm. you are talking to one person. So when I sit down and I'm doing my podcast and, and I'm, okay, what do I want to talk about today that's going to help? I have a specific person in mind. And in all seriousness, it's me about 10 okay. years ago. A lot of cases, and people are afraid of this, in a lot of cases, the person we want to speak to is ourselves. You know, if, if you're in a business that you want to help people, because who knows our path better than us? Who knows where we're going? Who knows what we really want to do and what kind of help we needed? And I know the steps I've taken to get in business where I'm at today. And it's like, man, this could help just about anyone that wants to go through business. But I'm, I'm talking to a guy who has kids and is married and who has been an employee. Now I've been in sales and I've been treated like a business owner, even mm -hmm. when I was an employee, but I was an employee and I wanted to get away from that and get to where I controlled my schedule more. And so that's how I focus. And that's who I'm talking to when I sit down is someone that kind of in that situation. Now, the great news, and this, everybody will be happy to hear this. The great news is that when I do that, there's going to be a lot of people that that's going to resonate with. There'll be moms that want to start a business. There'll be, you know, salespeople that that's going to resonate with. And these things are going to help them as well. Even though they're not really the person I'm specifically talking to, I still love them. I still want them to get information, but me focusing on that one person that I want to speak to, it's going to help resonate more and more of the truth and more of me is going to come out. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. So when you're doing that, think about who you really want to serve. Now you're serving them by getting their story out, but who do you want? Who do you want to hear their story? And sometimes in the middle of it, you could even stop and say, hey, you know what? As a kid, I always wanted to know this and share that with who you're talking to, not just not the person you're interviewing, okay. but to your audience. You know, it's okay to just pause and address the audience mm -hmm. and who's listening. And that way it kind of ties it all together, especially if it's something that really resonated with you and you'd have loved to have known as a kid or, you know, something like that, or as a young adult, sense. whoever yeah. you're focusing on. Okay. And that, that should help drive a lot of your curiosity. If you keep them in mind, when something triggers that 
resonates with that person, you're going to follow that. Okay. There was a lot there. There was a lot of question around that, but you're really going to be able to focus in on that. Yeah. I think Great. No, that's that. awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. Now, so we've got keeping it concise, getting it down to the point. One thing I, I want to tell you is, is don't fear getting into a longer episode. Okay. If it's good information, it's okay if you're not, this, you know, everybody's like, oh, you got to keep it less than 30 minutes. Well, I got oh. podcasts that are over an okay. hour long. I listen to religiously. If the message resonates, if it's important to them, just go the link that needs to be. I know that's a tricky statement. You don't need more. You don't need less. You don't have a time you need to hit. Okay. Get the message out because you'll see some of mine are all over the place. You know, maybe it's five minutes, maybe it's 10 minutes, half hour, 45 minute interview. It just depends okay. on where things go. Most of the time I keep it short and sweet to the point and that's intentional, but it's because I just want to get the information out. And I don't, like you said, I don't want to go all over the place. So when you sit down with someone and you're having that conversation as you're guiding it and following and asking questions, yeah, you're probably going to have a constraint of this guy. First of all, as you said, a lot of them don't want to talk. They're not there bragging on themselves. You're going to have to drag it kind of out of them, right? So going on too long probably won't happen. So it'll be shorter episodes, I'm guessing. But if you find somebody that really wants to share their experience, and maybe they go twice as long as the other ones, don't feel bad. Okay. If it's, if they're giving good information and, and sharing and you think it's important okay, and let, get it out there. Makes sense. Okay. So that's, that's okay. one of the big things there. Now, when you, well, let me ask you this. What other questions do you have? I want to address any questions you have, and then I'll help you with some things too, that I think may be helpful to you. If you don't ask them, how's that? Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I think the main, main thing we, we, we've kind of hit in terms of, you know, how to, how to structure, you know, things before you start, you know, I guess not getting wrapped up in, you know, the length of time. That's good for me at least, because I, I worry about, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> I don't want to bore people, but um, I guess the other thing is just making sure that you're structuring it from a standpoint of it's still, there's a business model here and we need to make sure that we're, you know, kind of sensitive to the fact that, Hey, some people, you know, some people are going to, you know, be able to, you know, maybe get certain information within a certain period of time and maybe they don't have the time available that other people would have, you know, I guess how to get that sweet spot out of it, because I, you know, this is still broadcast. And as we all know, you know, there's, there's things that, you know, we have to edit out and, and, and think just because it's just not either it doesn't fit into the, the main theme or it's just not, unfortunately we live in a very entertained society. And if it's not entertaining, then, you know, some of the stuff just, is just conversational or whatever, but how, when you're doing those type of things, you know, especially in the editing and, you know, even in trying to draw things out of people, you know, how do you do that? What's, what's your main thought in, in terms of making sure that the audience is interested? <laughs> okay. That's, that's a great question. And I will tell you things will be a little different on the YouTube channel versus the podcast okay. player. In the YouTube channel, a lot of people are trimming out every little thing they can, tightening it down as tight as you can. On a podcast, yes, you want to clean out dead zones or, you know, if, if somebody's doing a lot of ums and ahs, yeah, go ahead and try to remove that if you want. But you can actually do a lot of these without a lot of editing and trimming stuff out because people, 
they want to see the real you. They want to know what's going on. And in a lot of cases, you don't need to cut out much of the content. You'll just cut out some of the dead spaces. I know a lot of people that do interviews, they hit record and they hit stop. And that's pretty much their editing. They drop in the intro, the outro. They'll have somebody go through and maybe pull out, you know, somebody Mm -hmm. coughed or something like that. But they're not really trying to trim out much of the verbiage, the back and forth, unless there was an issue in the middle of the podcast. If I was going through the interview with you and, and we're talking and whatever we're talking about business-wise and, you know, you're like, oh man, I, I just totally messed that up. I said the totally wrong thing. Can we change that? Well, as long as we do that during the call and we know we can just, I'm going to say rewind. <laughs> we're actually going to just from that point, we'll be like, yeah, okay, let's just start over. So this is the last question I asked you. I'm going to ask it to you again. And then you roll off with the answer that gives a better yeah. representation of what you wanted. That's kind of the cool thing about recording and not being live is that if you make a mistake, yeah. it's easy to just crop that out video or audio, right? So when you're doing that, I'm guessing with these folks, you're using the camcorder. I'm mm-hmm. guessing you're not streaming live. So even if something messes up, that's where you're really going to get more into your editing in, okay. in our world, in the podcasting world, in the video world. Yeah. You might tighten it up and I, and I'm just going to be upfront. I don't do any video. Well, I don't do much video and I'm not going to be much help in, in how to tighten it up and grow like a YouTube okay. channel. You know what I mean? But when it comes to podcasting, the more real you are, okay. it's, it's better. I love those conversations where somebody stumbles, somebody screws up because you know what? It reminds me that they're just like me. I don't care that they're mm-hmm. making a hundred million dollars a year. They're, they're just like me. Yep. Sometimes things come out weird. And when I'm editing my podcast, sometimes there's things I'll crop out. I'm like, whoa, I went way off the rails there. That was totally crazy. What I said, how it came out, it was just all boggled. And I restated it and it sounded better. Sometimes I'll crop it out. Sometimes I'll leave little mess ups in there because one, it's, it's difficult to edit sometimes if you're in the flow of a sentence and you mess up a word or two. And other times, like I said, it just lets people know, hey, I'm, I'm human. I'm going to screw up from time <laughs> to time. Sure. Yeah. So when you're, when you're looking at, that side of it and editing and tightening it up. The biggest thing is perfect is the enemy of done. Okay. If you want it perfect, you're never going to publish anything. So don't fret about it. Even if it's the worst video on the internet, it's out there and it's a million times better than somebody that never published it. So don't let that get in your way. I struggled with that a lot. I wanted to do a podcast for probably three years before I launched one. Oh, wow. Okay. I actually recorded episodes for two other podcasts that I wanted to do. But what I found was that after I did a a handful of episodes, like, I'm just not feeling it. I'm not into it. It wasn't, it wasn't the right one. And I, so I didn't force it. I just stopped it, but I I can't remember the numbers. So I'm not even going to try to spout them, but a majority of podcast episodes or podcast, actual podcasts get seven episodes and then they're done. So the key is, to just publish it and keep publishing it and okay. give the content. Don't be too hard on yourself. It's really easy to be hard on yourself of, oh crap, I didn't do one this week. You know well, what? Sure. Do it next week. Consistency is good. You want to be consistent. But if you miss a week, okay. don't beat yourself up. If you miss an edit somewhere and you're like, oh man, I can't believe I left that in. Okay. Right, let it go. I, I hope that's helpful. Did yeah. That no, makes sense? Yeah. Very helpful. Yep. Cool. And then any other questions you have in reference to episodes, what you're doing, how to help? Um, 
I'm still kind of wrestling, to be honest with you, with the, the video versus just podcasting. I, I don't, I, I like video because I know a lot of people are visually oriented yeah. and, and it can, you know, help them with body language and things like that. Radio is, well, or podcasting is, as you know, a, a lot more trickier because you've got to paint the picture, you know, and, and it's, it's a lot more, you know, difficult than I, I think, you know, I, I guess I will call myself more the, the lazy man. So I want to try to use every tool that I have. But then, you know, as I, as I think about it in terms of our life today and stuff, sometimes it's just people can't, they can't watch the video. They're in a car or, you know, whatever. They're doing something where they can't really do that. So is that, is that the big, because I've always kind of, you know, I guess wondered, you know, the difference between why wouldn't somebody like, you know, like even this situation where we're doing right now, we are obviously doing a video. You're going to probably primarily just release the audio. Why? Is there an advantage or do you just like the format better? What's, what's the difference? Great question. So for me, it was a personal decision. I'm not a fan of video. I don't like being on video. I don't mind mm -hmm. talking to friends on video or talking to people and doing mm -hmm. interviews on video. And I record the video. Okay. So it records everything and it'll split out my tracks for oh. me. So I can do the audio okay. or I could do video. But when you're looking at it and for me, I love audio. I personally consume a ton mm. of audio okay. while I'm working, while okay. I'm driving, while I'm working okay. in the yard. This is a platform unlike any other because you're in their earball. Sure. I mean, you're right in there. <laughs> right. You're right there with them. Okay. And, and yes, I stole that term <laughs> from somebody else. But, That's pretty good. but you're right there with them. And I can't tell you the number of podcasters that I have now met that are pretty famous that I felt like I was friends with and I knew them really well because oh, I listened okay. to the podcast okay. and they're always in my okay. ear. So you really get to know them. The more they share, the more they're just them, the closer you become to them and video. I mean, you know, think about it. Okay. I'm going to watch a video. I got to go sit down somewhere. If I'm walking, I'm going to walk into something because I yeah. know me. I'd be the one to walk Challenging. in the side of a barn. So trip over something audio, I pop it in. I can go for a walk. I can pop it in. I can work with my mm -hmm. tools. Okay. That's the benefit of audio versus video video. You have to have a lot more intention to go and do it well, and to seek it out. Yeah. Audio I'm subscribed. It's in my phone. I hit play, throw it in my pocket. I'm doing what I need to do. Well, one thing I can tell you for, for me and you know, I, I don't know a lot about it. I just have listened to people like you and, and stuff, but uh, when you're doing the combination of both, it's a lot more complicated in the setup, you know, because you, you, you've got to have the lighting, Andy. you've got to make sure that there's not reflection, you've got to make sure, um, you know, that the, you know, everything's focused and, and, and there's just a bunch more stuff that you got to like be worried about. And, you know, because I'm a one man show at this point, you know, it's like, I can tell you this, that's one of the things that took me the longest even to get started is simply because it's like, okay, what room am I going to use? And, you know, where's, uh, yeah. I got to get a light that can make sure that, you know, um, that it looks okay. And, you know, doesn't reflect and uh, just, you know, there's just a million things with, yeah, I didn't even think about that, but that's a good point because I, I guess for me, you know, and I'm kind of talking to everybody that's maybe thinking about it, but afraid to start. I think that's the hardest thing is, is if there's something in you that you probably need to start, you don't want a lot of uh, barriers to entry. And with, I think with videos, yes. you're going to end up with, I guess, I think I hear, 
think I hear what you're saying, which is start simple, you know, and even if it's just a podcast, just even to yourself, you know, nobody else is listening to it at this point, just get familiar with your yes. voice and Hey, it's okay. It doesn't have to sound, you know, I, 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 one of my roommates in college was a professional broadcaster, which, you know, had, it was, had its own mixed blessing, but he was on the radio and you know, it was on actually a commercial station. And I was always in awe in his voice. It was just like yeah. perfect. And I, I was like, you know, how do you do that? And I would ask him a lot of stuff about, you know, how, what his philosophy was and things like that. But one thing I, I came to the conclusion is I'll never have his voice. <laughs> it's just the way it is. Nope. And, but the other thing you don't necessarily need to, and I think, I, and again, what I think I hear you saying is we're all mentors, you know, and maybe it's only a few people or maybe it's a bunch of people. But if you think in terms of that, it's like, okay, you should start just from the standpoint is there's other people that look at you and say, well, if they can do it, <laughs> like me, if we can do it, yes. well, then give them encouragement. And, and if that's what it takes to get you started, then that's good. Yeah. Yep. I'm going to address something you said. Now, I want you to go back just a little bit to what you were saying and all the setup and getting the right room. And mm. just think about that. How does that make you feel when you're thinking about what all you have to do for video? For me, it's a huge barrier because I, like most of us, are all, I'm very busy. And so if I think, okay, you know, my first setup, I think it took me over an hour, maybe even a little bit more than an hour and a half just okay. to set up. But then to get to the point where I would have an hour, an hour and a half, you know, and then in your mind, you're like, well, I don't even know how much time this is going to take. I'm going to stop you right there. So even aside from all that, how does it make you feel? What does it do to your insides? guess it's kind of like it, it's like intimidating maybe is a, a little bit of it and yeah just hearing you describe it man my insides are like yeah. oh yeah and that's that's a big thing to think of your well-being mm -hmm. is huge and if you take the 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 length of time you take the finding the time to set up plus then tear down plus then you got the editing which you're gonna have editing no matter what but video editing is more difficult than audio editing so if you take all of that out and you just look at how it mm -hmm. makes you feel it's worth it if it's making you cringe or stressing you out and building up anxiety to not do it, to not do that video, because that is a huge barrier. Now pile all the other stuff on and it's way overwhelming oh, yeah. when you could just go and sit down and, and I'm not telling you not to record a, a video, but I'm saying the main thing being their message mm -hmm. getting out. Right? right. So if it's a good message, why not just set your camera up real quick, wherever you're at, set the mic mm -hmm. down. Make sure it's a quiet area or, or you have really good mic that's going to knock out all the surrounding area. Okay. So tech is important, but you can get some inexpensive tech, have it set up to where you're doing this interview and your focus is just having mm -hmm. a conversation. Because if you look at our video, as you know, from being in person and if watching me on the screen, I talk with my hands a lot. I'm very mm -hmm. animated. And yes, that will convey some things, but you're just watching two mm -hmm. talking heads. And a lot of people mm -hmm. don't want to do that. If they're, if they're watching a the video, they want to see things dropped in. They want B-roll. They want A-roll. They want all this different stuff that's going to make the video really engaging and really, but to just see two people sitting and talking, <laughs> yeah. I'd rather listen. I don't want to see the video. That's me. But you can, you can remove a lot of your barriers for getting more of these done and make it easier for you to get done. And, and I'm, I'm just guessing here, 
I'll bet you some of those folks you're talking to are going to be way more comfortable just talking in front of a microphone than talking in front of a video. Yeah, probably. Because they're going to feel like they have to look there and they have to, they can't do this or they can't do that where it's just audio. We're, we're doing video because so we can see each other because we're not in the same room. You have a tendency to sit down with them based on what I've seen. So you're in the same room. So you wouldn't need the video at all. My video is, if I use it, it'll be a clip here or a clip there. Audio is all I'm really worried about. That makes it a lot easier. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes life Mm -hmm. so much easier. So once again, not telling you not to do video because I could take this whole episode, post it on YouTube, not do any of the editing except pulling out if we had a big space or things like that real easy, drop it into YouTube. If somebody prefers that method, then they could go watch it. But our goal is to get the audio out. And it's less to worry about. And you can more and more and more, I hear this message from people and it's kind of what helped get me going. And it pertains to formats and it pertains to places you're posting. Pick one, mm-hmm. focus on it. Don't worry about the others. Okay. If it's social media wise and you want to start posting social media, pick one and start. Maybe it's Instagram. Maybe it's Twitter. Maybe it's mm-hmm. Facebook. Whatever. Pick that one. Get used to it, get it down pat, and then maybe add another. When it's when you're looking at doing these and you want to get them out and you want the lowest barrier, podcast is okay. a very low barrier. And out of over 1.2 million podcasts, you know, I think they said 80, 80%. Once again, forgive me on the numbers. There's a very high percentage of them that have not even put out an episode in the last 90 days. Oh, really? That's interesting. So even out of all the podcasts that are out there, which is tiny when you look, look at it compared to blogs, because there's billions mm. of blogs and they're still popular. So podcasting is just growing. So focus okay. on one Makes and sense. nail it. You want to set up a camera and record that conversation? Just tell them, hey, don't worry about this. This is just so if somebody likes video, they can watch it. Me and you mm-hmm. were just going to have a conversation. Let's just talk to each other. Don't worry about gotcha. that stupid camera. Okay. Then you're getting that audio and you're going to be less likely to do something that's going to need the camera okay. to portray it. Hey, look at this here. You see this? Oh, this is what, okay. That's where you need the video is if I'm showing you something specific, whereas most of your conversations, I'm guessing they're talking about years ago and there's not going to be anything for them to hold up mm-hmm. or show. And that's going to come through in the audio in a very intimate way. And they're going to get to know those people and they're going to get to know you. And they're going to want more. They're going to want okay. to hear more. Thousands and thousands and thousands of our soldiers are gone. Their stories will never be heard or told. And everyone you can get out there and share and let people know what they've been through. Let them know some of their good experiences, maybe some of their bad. You know, I know you want to focus on the positive, the uplifting, but you also want to keep it real because it's a lot that they go through. And as you can hear, I got some, I'm guessing, can you hear my dogs? Yeah. Yeah. So see, things happen, but you don't worry about it. Could I have flipped out and paused it and going back? Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm trying to express for people is just relax, get it out there and roll with it. Okay, cool. That's awesome. That helps a lot. And when you're doing your video, depending on the program, you should be able to rip the audio out of that very easily. So your, your editor, I imagine can do that. If not, there's other programs that can do that. And that was one of the big things I wanted to share. And I know we're running up on time here. But I, I wanted to let you know that too. So getting that audio and having that good equipment is is huge. Okay. And you can get it very inexpensively. So anybody wanting to start, keep it simple, keep it easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Do you have right. any any last questions? I know you got to get going. I, I know that I I think the 
I guess the theme that, and again, it, it was one of the reasons I wanted to ask you about, which is, you know, can you start where you're at? Because I tend to try to, you know, I want, like everybody, I want to make sure I'm doing a good job and, you know, perform well. And, you know, I want my audience to accept and, and like what I'm doing. So I'm always trying to get better, but sometimes that stops you from just doing, you know, something now. And, that that barrier, I think, is the the biggest danger for me. And you've helped me a lot with just, hey, here's ways to kind of take that down. And just, it's all training, right? Life is training, right? So, yeah, <laughs> yep. And you you said something really important there is you want to get to where they're at. You said it's, um, I just lost it. Uh, it's it's training. It's learning. You you want to work on getting to there. Something that's easy for people to forget when they look at somebody that has 1,200 episodes already published. Go back and listen to episode one. You want to see a nightmare, go back and listen to episode number one. That's where they started. They didn't start over here with everything mm-hmm. perfect. They got there. So that's what I want to encourage everybody. Now, Aaron, I want anybody that wants to reach out to you to be able to do so. So I'm going to give your info here. So it's on YouTube. I'll put the link in the show notes where they can go right to your YouTube channel and watch the video you have posted with uh, iHero. And you're going to be putting more of those up. I know you're working on the episodes there. And then you had mentioned that the best way to reach out to you would be through email, right? Yep. The old fashioned way, just shoot you an email. Yep. So if somebody would like to reach out to Aaron and find out more about what he's doing, or maybe you have an interest of trying to be on his podcast, it's Aaron at arnoinsurance.com. And I'll, I'll put that in the show notes as well, but it's A-A-R-O-N at A-R-N-O-T-T-I-N-S-U-R-A-N-C-E.com. Exactly. Aaron, thanks so much for being on, man. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Jared. Appreciate all you're doing. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of Up Your Average. This episode may be over, but you can head over to upyouraveragepodcast.com where you'll find more resources, the show notes, and any links or additional info mentioned in the episode.